lightning bolt hit like oh gosh i want to say it was probably like within 10 to 15 feet of us but the heat like wow. oh, it just got hot real fast i'm like we're going inside oh wow <laughs> it was crazy so yeah that's crazy. lightning is nuts yeah. yeah don't mess with the kids don't you see lightning don't pick it up Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you know, you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, super excited for this episode today. It feels like it's been a while since we've been had any Japanese, I guess Nika, Nika from, straight from the barrel might have been our last uh, Japanese whiskey, mm-hmm. okay, and that's got to be that's months ago, man, so it's super excited we're having Hibiki Harmony on the show today. Uh, but before we get to all of that, uh, just a real quick business, leave us a review on your Apple podcast, whatever app you can leave it in one. It sounds like we can only do it on Apple. So leave it there. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, it really helps us to kind of get our show out there a little bit more. And when people search for whiskey podcasts, we might show up a little bit sooner and we would appreciate that. Uh, that's about all I want to say for that. But if you're already done that, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, that's enough yeah. of the business, but here's the podcast as you guys used to say, uh, Cole, how you doing, man? You know, it's been a crazy week. Mm-hmm. Um, my AC's out again. <laughs> no. And, uh, so actually I'm recording from a new place, a, uh, new studio. One might say I'm actually recording from my neighbor's house. Our neighbors have graciously taken us in, and they are so nice to do so. Our AC went out uh, three days ago, over three days ago at this point, and working with the home warranty company has been quite a pain. Yeah. uh, Just because they're very slow, and and we like tell them every time we call, we're like, yeah, we have a nine-month pregnant woman who is homeless right now uh, because of this and we'd like it taken care of pretty quickly if you can if you have a heart or you know (laughs) and so that's kind of been where we're at with that Uh, luckily i'm not super worried you know we do have great people like our neighbors here people that are very willing to take us in it's just frustrating when my wife could you know have this baby at any moment at these at this point and it would be great to take our baby home (laughs) to our own house uh, instead of someone else's house Pregnancy is awful. I think we, yeah. I, we mentioned that before. And it's just like, you know, to be comfortable, I'm sure, at all for her is tricky. And then to like have a stress of yeah. oh, something breaking down, that's, yeah. that's no fun. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, we're just, we just kind of know, like we're, we're just really praying <clears throat> that, you know, the baby doesn't come before, you know, this gets figured out. So, yeah. uh, but otherwise... These are good. I'm sipping. Uh, my entry buzz today is uh, uh, Old Forester Hunter Proof Rye. Shout out to Andrew Loud and Clear, and because uh, he he was the one that's like, dude, it's so much better than like it should be at that price. So I, I'm agreeing at this point. It's very good. Uh, very good. Yeah, I won't even give my notes because we'll do an episode on it soon. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a good week. Otherwise, uh, you know, I still working from home. Sometimes I wish I was working from the office because then I could just go somewhere, but <laughs> I kind of feel like you're stuck when you don't even have your own home to just walk around. Yeah. You don't want to walk around someone else's home too much. And um, so you don't want to like, yeah, it's like, it's not your place to just like 
because I, I, I have <clears throat> what some people might call Jimmy legs. I just got to get up and moving sometimes. And <laughs> Jimmy feels uh, there's good. There's only so much you can do sometimes when you don't have your own house. So. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. I don't know. What yeah. else is going on? Baby soon. I'm excited, but not, I don't want to get too excited because if I get too excited, the baby will come before the AC. <laughs> well, typically, um, typically the first child is later than the due date, right? That's what they say. Yeah. And we're hoping. But you we're never hoping know. that's the case. You but, never know. But uh, there's been good progress, at least when Heather's gone to the doctor, to say she probably will not have to get induced. Um, but you never know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it will go a little late. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I hope so. It goes a little bit but, later because uh, I still haven't sent you your baby package. I got to do that. Boy. Yeah. You got it. Oh, man. Yeah. No, Chelsea Baby's going to love it. Chelsea was giving me a hard time as I was coming in here recording. We still haven't sent that package. I'm like, I know. Oh. Is it all ready to be packaged or ready to be couriered? Uh, well, it, it could be mailed right now. Um, but I, nice. I am going to, I got to set up. The tricky thing is I got to get the courier set up because I am planning on putting some whiskey in there too so whiskey but if i can't get the courier lined up we'll just mail it here soon because it doesn't need, it needs to get out so yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's hard to mail things man uh and that's why i like to rely on the courier yes um but sometimes it's hard to courier things sometimes it's like you know putting it all in order is not easy seasons get tricky you know like sometimes you get the courier lined up and it's fast and easy and other times they busy yeah so yeah yeah he's so i mean he works out a lot so sometimes he's at the gym <laughs> he yeah. is so friggin manly so what about you uh what's good in your life well what's good for it to starters I'm, I'm going for an entry buzz whiskey too I've, I've been trying not to drink as much so i haven't been always been doing my entry buzz but today was mm. a day where i was like i i'm ready for a little drink so i am actually finished i think probably had ounce and a half i really did not drink much of the uh, jack daniel single barrel rye last week so that's what i'm uh drinking right now and it's my mouth is nice. my mouth is getting a little numb so i'm gonna back off that so i can actually taste this next whiskey <laughs> um but no it's been it's a uh, no echo crazy week like uh the second to last week of school uh, before school's out oh wow and just trying to wrap up all the little loose ends and kind of get things squared away at the same time like i've got it's a exciting. really good group of kid like eighth graders i'm gonna miss a ton so i'm trying like to have as much fun with them as possible and stuff um nice yeah and then chelsea's brother and sister are in town at their house we've been swimming a lot and uh, he got a new camp chef pellet smoking grill and uh been helping <laughs> And uh, been helping him kind of get that figured out and set up and do some grilling over there. And swimming. you said that's John. Yeah, John. Um, nice. So been doing that. Did he get like a really nice one? No, I mean surprise. I mean John could get whatever he wanted, and he went for the value yeah. and the reliability of the Camp Chef DLX. So twenty four inch. So that's cool. Yeah. So I've been helping him do that, and then uh, oh man, so today. Um, I channeled my inner coal. Uh, I had uh, to mow those lawns for uh, those those friends of ours up in the foothills, and it uh-huh. was a hundred degrees today. And do you, do you know what I did? I threw on uh, you. If you channeled your inner coal, you went to Java downtown in Boise right after. No, no, I threw on my nicest jeans and I mowed the lawn in a hundred degree weather because that's how cool. Nice. Did you really? <laughs> no. Absolutely Aww. not. I would have died. Man, 
But I did. No, jeans are jeans are your friend. But I did think of you because I'm like, this is like this is like Phoenix heat. To, you know, yeah, pretty, you know, it's almost as hot as it was in Phoenix today. Um, it was like 104 here. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, so I was like, this is kind of a cold being jeans walking around, chasing smoke down. So looking for fires, but uh-huh. um, exactly. Oh, it was crazy though. But it, we had this, and then we got this like really fast thunderstorm tonight, which is really nice. I love when it's like that humid. Nice. Boise thunderstorms are epic. They're pretty awesome. We don't like we don't, we're not real humid, so it got really humid real fast, and then it was just like but it was still hot and it was raining and the girls are all loving it. It was fun. So kind of a fun night. That's cool. Good night. Yeah. I remember this one time me and Heather were chilling at a Sonic drive-in and we were looking out on the city. We were like kind of outside of the Boise area. We were like off Broadway. Mm -hmm. Kind of, if you go Broadway a bit, there's a, there's a Sonic a little bit down there and we were facing into town and we see this lightning strike and the lightning was cool, but what was even cooler was the thunder that came with it. And we heard this crack, and then what sounded like, and it was like we don't even know what it was. Like we were like, what just happened? Like it just sounded like you're like sucking in your, you know, your the air, but mm-hmm. it just like, and then it stopped. It was like, it was crazy, man. So the craziest lightning strike ever. I was like a freshman in high school, and I was outside with some mm-hmm. friends, and we had a lightning bolt hit. Like, oh gosh, I want to say it was probably like within 10 to 15 feet of us, but the heat, like, wow. oh, it just got hot real fast. And we're like, we're going inside. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was crazy. So, yeah. That's crazy. Lightning is nuts. Yeah. yeah. Don't mess with it, kids. Don't. You see lightning, don't pick it up. But that white lightning, though, mm-hmm. that's a that's a reference to booze, right? White lightning, I think. Is that what they call moonshine? That was also a nickname at college. <laughs> hey, did you ever watch G.I. Joe? Hey. You probably didn't watch G.I. Joe, the cartoon, did you? No, I never did, but I, I know what it, yeah, I've seen like some of it. Because of G.I. Joe, I know what to do when I see a down power line. They taught me that. What, do you crawl under it or something? No, you fool. You... <laughs> did you play under power lines when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um... <laughs> No, you you stay as far as far away from it as possible. Uh, if you're in the car, you stay in the car until help arrives. You stay in something grounded. You never get close to it, and you never touch the ground. Oh wow! Yeah, because your your car is grounded because of the rubber tires. Ah, uh, and totes. now and now you know. Yeah, that makes sense. And knowing's half the battle. The more you know. Do, 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 do. There was a good. See, our listeners get everything on this show. <laughs> a little bit. Of they get you know good advice from GI Joes. They get cool stories about Lightning Bro. Um, you know they get whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we should change our yeah. welcome to Chill Filter, the podcast where we talk about lots of stuff and a little bit of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, at least half whiskey. It's, yeah. it's, you know. But no, that's cool. So when does school end? Like how many days from now? We are one week from today. When does I'll summer be begin? So next Thursday. So oh, next wow. Record, so I'll next episode. Summer. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That's cool. It is. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll it be must nice. be. It's, I'm sure it's bittersweet. Um, It is. Well, this year has been crazy. This year has been absolutely nuts. So it's it's kind of nice to yeah. look back and be like, oh my gosh. Like, because there were pl- like plenty of times, like, I had a student teacher and I was like, I, if this was teaching every year, I would not do it. I wouldn't be a teacher still. Like, so it was nice yeah. to get through it. So, all the, almost done. That's good. Yeah, it is good. So, hopefully next year will be easier. 
Well, you know, one's got to assume. One's got to, you know, I well, hope so. But yeah, yeah, no, um, that's cool. Oh shoot, I was gonna say something. I can't remember. Are we? Uh, oh, I think we're good, right? Should we move yeah. on? I'm, re- I'm, re- yeah, I'm excited we're good. for this hibiki. I don't think I've ever had hibiki, so I'm super excited to have some. Oh, it's it's a it's a whole other experience. And in the in the history, I'll explain what makes hibiki different than other Japanese whiskeys. Ooh. But um, yeah, if, if with with no further ado, is that what they say? No further ado, or without with, further without ado? further ado? Yeah, no more ado happening here. <laughs> We're going to send it a break, and we'll be back with some history, with some other notes, too. But here we go to break. Oh man, Let me pull I just, out my notes. Yeah, well, you're doing that. I just gotta say, I had the best ado I ever had, man. Thank you for setting that up, Cole. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, I'm here. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> Love to give good ado. Uh, Freddie ado. Anyway, so I wanted to get to some notes before uh, we got into the history, and we got a lot this week. It's kind of exciting. Uh, it's been a great week for Patreon. Oh, man. Uh, we got two new Patreon supporters this week. Uh, we got a guy named Andrew Loudon, at Andrew Loudon Clear. Uh, he, he got uh, our chill-filtered whiskey glass tier and, you know, shout-outs and stickers and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I already gave Andrew a shout-out already on this episode, but another shout-out for being our Patreon supporter. We appreciate you, Andrew. Another guy... Guy I haven't who hasn't reached out to us yet in terms of like like hitting us up, but he is on Instagram. It's, it's uh, at S J Kiwaro Kiwaro. Ah, I'm sorry, Sean. Uh, it's Sean Crow is what he went by, uh, and he uh, got on the chill filtered stickers tier. Uh, it's probably a better better um, better what do you call it a uh, handle than uh, Broesca Tososa. That's at least tricky. for pronunciation. That's we love tricky. you. Broesca Tososa, uh, but we have no idea how to pronounce that. I'm still kicking myself um, for last week of Druzzle Guzzle. I can't believe I didn't get that. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Druzzle Guzzle. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he, I don't know if he listens, but I realize that I know him uh, from Del Bach. He's like kind of the assistant distiller out there. Um, so if you're listening, Druzzle Guzzle, uh, we appreciate you. Um, yep. And then they're also going to get samples uh, by Courier this month. Uh, because they hopped on Patreon. And if you want to get some crazy samples of whiskey, and not your average stuff, you know, we're not handing out um, Jack Daniel Standard by Courier. Uh, we hand out really good stuff. Things like E.H. Taylor, uh, things like Jack Daniel's Single Barrel, Barrel Proof Rye, stuff like that. Like we're, And we're going we're gonna to spread the wealth as best we can. Uh, if you want to check that out, hop on Chill Filtered Patreon by going to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. And here's the other big news concerning Patreon. We are only one $10 pledge away from our goal of sharing whiskey with our Patreon supporters on YouTube live videos. So hop on, friends. Uh, You can get some goodies from us. And I know it's going to happen this week. Uh, So those who have been listening for a while, maybe it's time uh, that you join the crew and uh, just get some goodies yourself. Just know it's not not a one-way street of giving uh, for us. So... That's the uh, the notes I wanted to get to. Um, so let's talk about Hibiki 
Japanese harmony. It's not just Hibiki harmony for the record. It is Hibiki Japanese harmony. No, oh, pardon me. And this me. is our first Hibiki. Uh, what's that? I said pardon me because I didn't say Hibiki Japanese harmony or Japanese yep. whiskey. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I said. But That's what this right. history is all about. Teaching okay. stuff. <laughs> learning things. Um, yeah, not our first Hibiki brand pro- or whiskey on the podcast. Uh, this is not, though... Or did I say this is not our first? This is our first Sabiki mm-hmm. on the podcast, but it is not our first Suntory product on the podcast. Episode 22, we did Yamazaki 12. And that being said, it is definitely not our first Japanese whiskey. And our most ja- recent Japanese whiskey was, get this, Robbie, 50 episodes ago. That was, it was, was 50? episode 104. Man. So it was almost a year ago. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. I guess that but, is because you brought you brought that bottle. No, because remember you fell in love with it. Yes, and, you and then I got the you summer. some. So that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about the Centauri Yamazaki Distillery. Uh, I do have a lot of notes today, so I'm going to try to zoom through them. Uh, the Yamazaki Distillery started up in 1923 by a guy named Shinjiro Shinjiro. Shin, wow, let's start over. Shinjiro <laughs> Tori. Uh, in Shimamoto in the Osaka Prefecture in Japan. Uh, originally, Tori started the Suntory Company, uh, the owner of the Yamazaki Distillery, in 1899, uh, originally selling imported fortified wine. Uh, and we've talked about the Japanese man Masataka Takatsuru, who trained in Scotland originally. Uh, He got his degree in organic chemistry from the University of Glasgow and then started working at a few Scottish distilleries before moving back to Japan and really starting up things. So anyway, yeah, Takatsuro became the first distiller at the, excuse me, the Yamazaki distillery. And in 1934, he actually broke off to start his own distilling company, the Yoichi Distillery, which is basically the maker of Nika whiskey, and I think it's pre- I think it's technically the Nika distillery at, the, at this point. Uh, so yeah, Japanese whiskey starting up early, you know, like thirty, you know, twenties and thirties of the last century, uh, but it had been a thing since at least eighteen seventy. But per- commercially, it really started up with Yamazaki. Uh, but you might be asking, hey Cole, uh, you know, we know that typically Japanese whiskey is made from barley. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was made in Japan. Uh, but like, let's talk about the difference between Hibiki and like Yamazaki. And don't get me wrong. Suntory also makes like Hakushu and they do own a few other brands besides the American brands it owns with like Beam Suntory. Um, but anyway, what's the difference between Yamazaki and Hibiki? So I just found this out. Uh, two things is that in Japanese, Hibiki means sound reverberation or echo now yamazaki means not really anything because it's a japanese surname but anyway (laughs) um the other difference i didn't know this until today all yamazaki products are single malts and all habiki products are blends and i did not know that and in japan uh the rules actually just went into effect like two months ago uh, for for Japanese standardization rules, uh, so to label a product a Japanese whiskey, the following requirements must be met: distillers must always use malted grains, but may also include other cereal grains. So that's not a real rule because I mean I guess grain is the rule there, or cereal grain is the rule. 
Uh, water m- used to make the whiskey must be extracted in Japan. Uh, Saccharification, basically the, the conversion of starches and sugars, basically mashing. Uh, fermentation and distillation must take place at a Japanese distillery. Whiskey must be matured in wooden uh, barrels or casks uh, stored in Japan for at least three years. That's the minimum. Bottling must take place in Japan with a minimum uh, alcohol by volume strength of 40%. Plain caramel coloring is allowed. Uh, Whiskies that don't meet the above requirements that I just read may not use basically Japan in the name or even the Japanese flag. Um, to in the name of the whiskey or in the whiskey labeling and all that. But as far as I know, there's no technical mm. rules for being a blend or being a single malt in Japan, but they basically like unwrittenly uh, follow the rules for scotches otherwise in the way of like blended versus single malt. So uh, like blended, like a single malt must come from a single distillery. Now a blend can come from multiple distilleries. So uh, let's talk about what we're drinking today. Hibiki Japanese Harmony. Uh, they officially introduced this, uh, what do you call it, like a product or this bottle in 2015, and it had no age statement. Uh, there's actually, there is a Hibiki 17 and even a 21 year hmm. uh, and their blends, but they've been around since at least uh, 1989, but they're a lot harder to find for sure. Uh, the new blend uh, for the Harmony is said to use the same malt and grain whiskeys used in the first Hibiki blend, uh, being a blend of at least 10 malt and grain whiskeys from three distilleries, aged in five different casks, cast types, um, with some elements apparently of the, the blend going up to 20 years. And being a blend, this pour is made from, like I said, 10... Uh, different malt whiskeys or grain whiskeys from the Yamazaki and Hakushu distilleries, as well as grain from the Chita distillery. So that makes it a blend is when you involve multiple distilleries here. Uh, And this is a total of 10, like I said, and uh, they used five different types of oak, which is crazy. I don't even know there were five. I knew there were like three. Um, but they also, one of the, one of the oak used is the Minuzara or Mizunara oak. That's like Japanese oak, which is like, sometimes you can get, you can buy one of those bottles or a a barrel for like $6,000. So it's very, uh, intense and crazy oak. We talked about that actually on the episode where we, um, had, um, what's the, uh, broken barrel distillery and we had uh, Shane, Shane, right? Oh my goodness. I hope I don't get this wrong. Not Shane. I don't remember. I can remember his face. I only remember faces. I don't remember. Yeah, I can totally remember his face. Um, but he's the official barrel breaker and owner and like CEO of Broken Barrel Whiskey. So that's about all I got. 43% alcohol by volume. Total wine price between 80 and 100. Hard to find. Not terribly hard to find. Uh, you can s- randomly see it sometimes at the, uh, at the liquor store. Uh, but big shout out to Caleb Olson mm-hmm. uh, because not only is he a Patreon supporter and a very good looking man, he sent us this sample that we're drinking today of the Hibiki Japanese Harmony. So let's crack it open. No cork pop today because we both got little sample bottles, but let's uh, let's drink. Absolutely. And uh, I, I, you know, 
I wanted to cheers or toast this first sip to Miles Ferguson. Congratulations on the retirement, big guy. Yeah. It's got to be awesome. So. What a pro. And he's Ooh. beautiful, too. Oh, so, and he's a so good supporter. looking. Weird. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I mean, have you seen those turtlenecks? He's. I was just going to say he's the most beautiful man in a turtleneck ever. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I I agree with that. I mean, I've seen, you know, there's that classic picture of the Rock with the fanny pack and the turtleneck. Miles got him beat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, this, what do you notice about the color of this whiskey? It is. It, it looks like it's really light. It's almost like a corn whiskey. Yep. Super light. Yep. It Especially for going like through so many whiskey. barrels, not age so old. Say that again. How old is it? How, how many years? You said ten years, right? No age statement, no uh, but there are whiskeys within it up to 20 years. Okay. Man, so there's a little bit of that peatiness there, but it's got like a really oh, yeah? sweet apple to me. Yeah. I guess yeah, apple, apple juice. Side. And, and a very bright apple here, not a not a dense or mm-hmm. sugary or... Um, or even like baking apples. This oh is gosh. like this is like first bite you take into like a Granny Smith apple. This is, I like. It's got a great nose, that's for sure. I'm, I'm not getting much peat, like you said. I guess I get a little, mm-hmm. um, but I am getting. It doesn't too much smell like a Highland Scotch. Uh, honestly, the biggest notes I'm getting off of this is like a corn whiskey. And that's the interesting thing is that I'm not sure this is 100% barley mm-hmm. um, because uh, we talked, I mean, that rule was that it could be other cereal grains and it is a blend. Uh, it very well could be all barley, but I'm not sure. Speaking of cereal grains, Moose got into the garbage again today. We pulled down a whole basket and uh, ate, yeah. a, ate like half a box of oatmeal. So Of oatmeal? Yeah. Just plain. It's kind of funny. Steel cut oatmeal. And how did he do? He's fine so far. We haven't seen any oatmeal bars in the yard yet, so we shall nice. see. Um, Wait, oatmeal bars are just straight plain oatmeal? Is that what well, you said? He's, he's turning the oatmeal into oatmeal bars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Poop. Like with a little chocolate, poop you know? Joke. Chocolate oatmeal bars. <laughs> you know what I don't like? Mm. I don't like my wife. What's that? I'm not a big fan of chocolate. She always adds chocolate chips into things, and I'm not a fan of that. Like I don't like chocolate chips and banana. Semi sweet or or milk chocolate milk or cho- any chocolate. Milk chocolate. I don't want any chocolate in a lot of stuff. I don't know. I'm just not a fan yeah. of chocolate chips and things. It's too bad, Robbie. Have you? What t- about chocolatey whiskey? Yeah, oh well. Speaking of which, are you getting chocolate on the palate? Let me let me smell. I, I haven't even palated it. Oh Have gosh. you tasted it yet? I did. I, I tasted it. This is. To, I'm getting tons of chocolate. Chocolate in the forefront for sure. So, am I into chocolatey whiskey? Yes, I do like this. And, um, I will say though, I remember uh, what we did, the dead guy, and that was super chocolatey. And I'm not. Oh, for sure. You know, I won't go to like I. I like having something like that on the shelf because it's kind of fun to have every once in a while. I wouldn't go to it often though. And uh, this to me, I'm getting like chocolate forefront with a little bit of smokiness on it. Yeah, a little smoke. Yeah, I get a little bit of chocolate. Just a little. Oh, I get Definitely. So much. Um, what's that? Mm, I'm getting hundred chocolate. I'm getting um, dried fruit a little bit. Kind of bright, though. Uh, not like raisins as much as like apricots, like dried apricots. A uh, little bit of dried mango, maybe, but not too strong. Mm. You ever had those like little dried mango slices or like little peel things? From Costco? 
Yeah. 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 I can see that. It's good stuff. My second sip, I did start A little bit of that, but more so the apricots here. Yeah, I'm getting a little more fruit. I can see, uh, like, apricot or you know, a little dark, little stone fruit. I can see that there, but I'm getting tons stone of Stone fruit. You know almonds are in the stone fruit family? We talked about this the last time with that came up. Oh, now I feel like idiots. And, and what do they make amaretto? We talked about amaretto. They make amaretto with... Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. They use uh, apricot uh, seeds. That's right. Because they're all mm. related to alamonds. Mm-hmm. All right. I did my drops. Are you... Uh, yeah, those are some good notes. Um, very, very refreshing. And yeah, that's absolutely. Always been the thing with Japanese whiskey is it's always seemingly refreshing. So mm. I'm dropping a few drops right now. I did, and I'm getting a little like the sweetness, the, the apple sweetness is still like there for me, but it's excuse me, almost a little more like honey in a sense. Like it's re- the the sweetness is a lot brighter now, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's see. My nose is like half clogged. I think one of my um, nostrils is open. Snotstrels. I almost got almost like on the nose. It's a slight black pepperiness. Okay. With the water, it's not too strong, and it kind of goes away. But I wouldn't define this as black peppery. It is kind of light, almost a little bit of corn. Uh, but almost like this really small note of like black pepper. I can see that. Like I think some of the, the alcohol vapor has a kind of a spice to it, like that, like a pepper spice kind yeah. of. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I'm going in for a little sip here. Yeah, no, this is. It's it is funny how light this is. Like it really does look like a corn whiskey to me. So. Hmm. And that's usually that's typically mm. the case for all Japanese whiskey, even like. Yamazaki 18 is lighter than your average bourbon. Unless you're getting like Yamazaki sherry finish or something like that. Ooh. Then you'll get a little bit more red. Water is better. It's got a real yeah. got a re- I'm I'm looking forward to ice with this. We've I've never had a Japanese whiskey bad with ice. And sometimes it's better. So like I would say Yamazaki 12 is better with ice. So this is our our trope, and it's it, but I completely mean it this time. Um, so this uh-huh. is a very refreshing whiskey. Adding the water um, played into that, and it it's gonna sound this is our trope, but it's true this time. It tasted wetter in my mouth. It felt wetter in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like it just had a really pleasant, just refreshing, almost like a cup, like a cup of ice water on a super hot day when you've been walking around town in your jeans, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, right? So I, I'm digging it, and then the um, totally no bitterness, super pleasant. Oh man, getting a lot more of that uh, fruitiness from it. A little, and the chocolate's not there as much, but still like just a chocolate fruitiness. I like that with the water. The water yeah, man. yeah. Let's find out what a little ice will do. Come on, ice. Come on, ice. Play nice. There we go. Play nice, ice. Oh man, I have give it the old spin J. It is warm here. I only have one teeny tiny cube of ice left. It's just the right size though. Huh. My hand is getting colder the more I spin J this. Wow. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Man, that's cool. I've never known ice to do that. 
Some sort of yeah. strange composition. It's here. a miraculous state of water. Getting a little more chocolate. Ooh, great nose. What do you get? Great nose. Ah, oh, just floral notes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that the the fruit like that like dried apricot is like that, but like more bright, uh, more uh, just yeah, like that almost like that first bite into a really crisp apple that's not too sweet. Um, there is a sweetness throughout this though, um, but it's not. It's like a white sugary over a brown sugary. Um, if that, like, it's almost like biting into sugar cane as opposed to eating sugar. Like it's, it's that kind of sugary. <laughs> um, it's the, yeah, the fruit stands out a lot more. It's super fruity to me. A little mm. bit of chocolate on the nose. Um, on the palate, fruit is super bright, super floral. There's a lot of that floral there. Floral, florally, floral, mm-hmm. floral, like chloral, floral carbon. I don't know. Anyway. I will, again, <laughs> not disappointed with the ice at all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I prefer it actually with the ice. Mm. Uh, the flavor even. Not just how refreshing it is. It's like, it just brings it out. Oh, man. It's delicious. I mean, it just enhanced it. I mean, it just took it a whole 10, 10 points up. It got a lot which more. Which I'm not surprised it did. It got. It's definitely uh, added to the complexity. There's a lot more going on there. Like neat. Mm-hmm. I was getting mostly chocolate, a little bit of fruit, a little bit of water, more fruit, uh, still some chocolate. This like a little bit of everything. There's some floral notes. There's the the stone fruit apricotiness. There's a little bit of uh, the chocolate there still, but it's like yeah. super refreshing. It's almost like drinking a soda. Like it's got that kind of a sweetness to me too. Like it's really bright. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's something about Japanese whiskey that they just, I don't know, like it reminds me mm-hmm. in some ways of scotch uh, where, you know, you're getting those notes like dried fruit, floral notes, uh, especially like a Highlander, a Speyside scotch. Uh, but the other thing is that it's it's light, like an Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a mixture of like scotch, like if you were to say like what's between scotch and Irish whiskey, I would say Japanese whiskey because it's got the best of both worlds, to be honest. I don't think, yeah, I've never had a Japanese whiskey I didn't like. Um, maybe I need to try more. I haven't had Toki yet, to be honest. We'll see. Uh, maybe someone can send us that and we'll try that. Uh, or maybe that'll be one of our um, YouTube live uh, whiskeys or something like that. But um, great stuff i'm i actually still have maybe uh three quarters of an ounce in my uh little sample bottle i'm definitely gonna be pouring that out and i'm definitely gonna be adding ice to it so, yeah this is great same yeah do you have a do you have your rating in mind cole mm. oh, oh oh one more thing on the on the power yeah. ice i do want to say it. the end of the like the yeah. very end of it you do get some of that peatiness uh so it's just it's freaking awesome whiskey man yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a, there is kind of that um, like something there that's it's it's almost like that black peppery something's there that makes it a little less than just um, that makes it a little potentially even smoky. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't call this a smoky no. whiskey. 
but there there are notes of it potentially. It would be a good entry towards like scotches and stuff like that. Oh yeah, to get some hundred percent because you get some of it, and I think if you didn't drink scotch ever, you'd be like, "Whoa, this is pretty smoky." Maybe, maybe right? Um, Yeah, but it's not like the overpowering. Like if you give someone who's never had scotch scotch, like a real peated one, it's just like, "Whoa, it's like an ashtray." So I would say. So I have the Nika Pure Malt 17 year, or I think I finished that bottle by now. Uh, but that bottle is, and that's Nika, which is the other Japanese big distillery. Uh, but they have they have a little more peat than you would expect here, or than you would you get here. Uh, so I would say if you're if you're someone that's like I could dig Irish whiskey, but I'm not sure about Scotch yet, introduce them to Japanese Harmony first, and then bring them to the to the Highland Scotch side. And then bring them back to Nika Pure Malt, and then bring them to the Islas. That's a great way. So someone take my advice and thank me later. Cole just, Cole just gave you the roadmap. Yep, that's all you need. Just hop across from Scotland, Western or Eastern Scotland, or no, no, Ireland to to Japan to Eastern Scotland to Japan again to Western Isles of Scotland. So, dude. We got it. Uh, you know, you ever just like, Robbie, you ever just like look back and you're like, I freaking like co-host a whiskey podcast and that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but why, what made you think of that? Just because I'm like, we try everything here. Like oh, this gosh. is our 154th episode. And like, and the funny thing is, if you go to a liquor store and you point to a random bottle, we probably haven't even drank it yet. <laughs> That's yeah. what's exciting. No, there's a lot. I don't know. It just a, hit me. There's a lot. No, I, all the time. Like, um, you know, teachers aren't paid very well. And when we got all the new Patreons uh, this week, I was, I was talking to my mother, I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm almost making more doing the podcast than I am teaching. And she <laughs> thought I was serious <laughs> for a second. I was like, well, no, no, just totally joking. But, uh, no, yeah. You know, the, the but cool, you never know. Yeah. Teachers you know, make nothing. Yeah. No, we, the cool thing is, we, gosh, yeah, I, I am not the biggest connoisseur i don't know the most about whiskey but i'll be darned i've had a lot of good ones because of this show and all of our listeners so kind of funny about thanks to our listeners thing about uh caleb's sample bottle he sent me under the light i just noticed when it was poured out you know what uh was previously in the sample bottle what's this colonel e.h taylor four grain so it's come the bottles yeah. all came back around. So anyway, we, dude, we got way off track. Ratings, you got a rating? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. You have a rating. I'm gonna give this a. This is like, this is good, and I'm actually gonna say this is hubba to what slightly. <clears throat> um, okay. it is worth a nine. Uh, but I've, and I've been around this realm for a while now, like that, like 8.8 to like 9.2 realm. And I'm going to stick in there. I'm going to say this is a 9.03. Okay. Uh, right above that hub to what status. Really good. Uh, you can't go wrong with this bottle, even though it's like, it's not, I mean, I would prefer Yamazaki 12 to this for sure, but it's good. It's good. I mean, just get it. If you see it at the store and you want, and it, t- talk about a cool decanter bottle, this is on the top of that list. It's got a glass cork top. I mean, the cork is, is corky, um, but the 
the glass like topper to the cork is epic. So if you want a cool looking bottle and you trust us, buy yourself some Japanese Harmony. Uh, you won't regret it. It's I mean it's it's refreshing, delicious. Nine point oh three. Uh, get yourself a bottle. What do you think? You guys want to buy some whiskey? That was my Corky Romano impression. <laughs> you guys want to buy some? You just said Corky, and that's the first thing I thought of. Um, actually, no, <laughs> it's not the first thing I thought of. Corky from. Oh gosh, what was that show? Obadi Obada was on it. Life goes on, but uh, that's totally different than uh. whiskey related stuff. But, oh my gosh, I am getting really off track today. So this, uh, it's a good day. If I wasn't expecting, you know, I, it, if this was my first Japanese whiskey, I think it would definitely be a hub to what for me. Uh, but it, it's got everything I want in a whiskey. It's complex. Um, it's friggin' delicious, and yeah, you know, it, it is a little more pricey. But I think it's definitely For worth sure. it. It's definitely you know, a nice special occasion kind of a thing. So I would I would definitely buy a bottle. Um, I'm going to go 9.3. And what I'm reminded Ooh. of, Cole, is we've had a lot of really good whiskey lately. Like, Yeah, we have. You know, we, We're always sticking in that high eights, low nines range. Gosh, well, I mean, well, we had that run. Gosh, I'm going to say it was probably around in January. It was just like six i had a Bad. couple sixes and there was a seven i was like dude we just got to get yeah. something that's good and i can't remember oh and it was what was the whiskey that we were like so excited we thought was going to be good uh, i think it was bluebird mm-hmm. like bluebird's going to end the streak and bluebird was a little disappointing so bluebird even uh about. the one we had matt porter on was like a letdown what, what did we do with that one that was we did the uh lot 40 that's uh right. batch three that's right yeah yeah so I think that's pro- that was probably the last one's been a little bit of a letdown. So, yeah. Ooh, can I tell a story when you're done? I'm done. Tell the story, friend. Okay, cool. So this, uh, you might have seen it, Robbie. This, uh, I think it was Memorial Day morning. It was the Monday. I get two messages. It's hilarious, actually, this story. Oh, my gosh, Two yes. messages on, um, on Instagram. The first one I read is Jason Preston, and he goes... Hey dude, uh, just saw this. Um, I you know on one of the like uh, whiskey uh, markets, basically. Uh, he said, "I just saw your favorite uh, single oak project, barrel sixteen, on on this you know place, and I can grab it for you for X amount." And I was like, "Okay," and I started to think about it. I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like that's that's actually a reasonable deal, even though it was way higher than retail. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually consider it. And the funny thing is, is that the next message, which had, I think was actually sent previous to Jason's message, uh, was uh, Nathan Anthony, one of our other Patreon supporters. And he goes, <laughs> he's like, I just found this bottle. <laughs> and they were with, they were sent within like 10 minutes of each other. And, and they like, were right before I woke it up. It was the same picture from and the And he's site like, too. yo, I just got this. It's going to be couriered to me. And I'm really excited because you guys, since you guys reviewed it, uh, and it was barrel 16 of um, of the Single Oak Project, and I'm like, and and part of me is like, okay, like, and part of me was like, I'm not getting it, but then part of me was like, you know, if anyone's gonna get it, I want someone like Nathan Anthony to get yeah, it. So I was stoked for him, but it was so funny. And then I hit up um, Jason. I'm like, wait, did you? Is it still available? He's like, oh no, it just apparently it went off the off the market like eight minutes ago. And I was like, Nathan Anthony, and I was excited <laughs> for him. So it is awesome. Uh, good for you, Nathan. Thanks, Jason, for helping trying to help me out. Um, but 
all together. I'm not even hurt at all. I am excited that Nathan gets to try one of my favorite whiskeys of all time. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's my story. Uh, what do you say we uh, send it to one of our favorite segments of this grand old podcast? Uh, Whiskey World News. All right. It's time for Whiskey World News, the part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Uh, this one comes from PRNNewsWire.com. And uh, Colt, you actually, we had some discussion with some folks on Instagram. I thought, we'll just do this one because it's a good one. Uh, Old Forester releases Rye Single Barrel Nationwide. Uh, And this is written by a person that I don't see a name. Anyway, in Louisville, Kentucky. Certainly not um, uh, Nino Kilgore Marchetti. Definitely not. Uh, (laughs) We love that guy. June 1st. Uh, this came out. So today, Old Forester Distilling Company launches Old Forester Rye Single Barrel, marking the first innovation of this rye recipe since the original 100 proof release. Presented unfiltered and at literally barrel- pouring as we speak. <laughs> Presented unfiltered and at barrel strength, the product is available nationwide and at Old Forester Distilling Company in limited quantities. Since the release of Old Forester Rye in 2019, fans of Old Forester have been clamoring for the barrel strength iteration. Old Forester Rye was the first new recipe from Old Forester in nearly 150 years and has quickly become a beloved expression for bartenders and consumers. The Old Forester Rye Single Barrel delivers on the same balanced, unique flavor profile of our 100 proof expression, only amplified in unfiltered raw form. Master taster Jackie Zykin said, Old Forester Rye Single Barrel will be available starting June 1st at the retail shop at Old Forester Distilling and nationwide for $79.99 in limited 750 milliliter quantities. Uh, and one thing, and I'll stop there, but one of my things I like about it, it says the color is a rich terracotta. So cool. Ooh. Is your terracotta that the color? Is, is, is it, it that rich? <laughs> is it that, is it a rich, is that the first thing you thought when you saw the color of the, the whiskey? I wish uh, the one I'm drinking right now, the Hundo Proof. Oh, you got the Hundo. I wish that were a terracotta. What I I I've talked to a few people about this. I talked to Andrew Loud and Clear and uh, Jason Preston this week, both about this release, and I want it. Uh, like a hundred. I mean, a single barrel barrel proof. You you can't beat it. I mean, we've had a few on the podcast. They're always good. I mean, we had one last week. We had the Jack Daniel single bar- barrel proof. I mean, and a rye too. Oh man. So I praise uh, Old Forester for putting out such a product, and I hope I can get my hands on at least one bottle. I have uh, one, it's at my parents' place, but I have one uh, Old Forester bourbon, single barrel, barrel proof, and it's good. Yeah. Uh, And I actually hit up one of my old contacts back in Colorado uh, to say, hey, if you get a bunch of these, maybe set aside one for me. And he's like, I'll see what I can do. So you never know what that means, but... Um, I'm excited to hopefully get a chance of buying yeah. one because this would be amazing. Well, I'm ke- I'll yeah. keep my eye out too. I don't know what. what yeah, no. What's like, your thoughts? I, absolutely, I think everything you said. See, like Wolf Forester has been pleasantly awesome. Like it's, I didn't think it would be that great when we first started having it. And I'm like, this is just good whiskey. So, I'll, oh yeah, I'll keep an eye out for sure. So, oh yeah. All right. Any other thoughts? No. No? All right. I think uh, it is time that we move over 
to another segment of our grand old podcast, <laughs> and that is what whiskey would you choose? Now, Robbie, go ahead and uh, talk about last week. I think it was pretty close last time I looked. Well, you didn't look that closely, Cole, because last week's scenario was what, oh, yeah? what whiskey are you drinking with your dog? Uh, and Cole went with Malvini Doublewood. I went with Dry Fly Wheat Whiskey. And Cole won 62% to 38%. So, you can, Oh, really? Yeah. It was like off by one last time I looked. Oh, then, off by one vote. Well, I posted it later too. So it's one of those things where like it you know, picks up a lot towards the end if it's like at the 6 o'clock For hour, sure. So. Wow. Anyway, I got some good write-ins. Uh, Mini Cooper Fat Boy. Uh, Jerome Edwards went with Old Fortune 93. He says that's his dog Roxy's favorite. Uh, whiskey wine scars. Went That's with a good pour. Limo rye. You ever heard of limo rye? Limousine. Yeah, yeah. Limousine mm-hmm. rye. I forget where it's out of, but yeah, I've I've seen it. Okay. And our boy Miles, newly retired, Ferguson went with Cubokan by Tomatin. It means ghost dog named after a Highland legend. So hey, very fitting. It is legit, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And Joel Bradbury from Joel and M09 said, I love his answer. Seeing as though Cole is there drinking Balvini with Barley, his dog, he guessed that's what he's going to have too. Um, Dramhan went with. Dude, I hope I get an opportunity to visit uh, Joel Bradbury in Tasmania. And then I'm going to chill with that dog so much. <laughs> the dog's going to get so chilled with. Hey. And Cabana too, hey, sure. That's half the name of the podcast. Um, <laughs> and Dramham was drinking a Knob Creek pick at the moment, possibly the best value in bourbon. Uh, and Dramhound, nice. and to point out, Dramhound, I guess, is a dog, Dramhound. So, whatever he wants to drink. Hey, Hey-o. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. And then, uh, our good friend Bryce Marita and Marco and Casey, uh, I'll read Marco's, but they went the same thing. He went, Marco says, low hanging fruit, bird dog, actually chill, easy sipper, like Jameson Black Barrel. And that's what nice. Bryce Marita went with as well. But I gotta say, Low-hanging fruit, it's still fruit. So there you go. Yep. So those are our write-ins. Uh, Cole, what scenario do you have for us this week? So this one comes from my wife this week. Oh, okay. Pulling it up now. Um, so we've talked about this before. Uh, what, like we, we mentioned this in previous episodes, like we talked about it in like the uh, Weller Antique and we talked about it in some of the other ones. Uh, what is so so there's two stipulations to this what whiskey would you choose uh the first is what would you be okay drinking for the rest of your life okay. like if you could only drink one bottle you were handed one and you're like you know what i'd be totally okay with drinking this only for the rest of my life but then it's also the the, the other stipulation is that it has to be somewhat easy to find maybe not every time you go to the liquor store but at least every four times you go to the liquor right. store, you'll see it. I know um, what I'm going with. Are you ready? I'm curious to hear. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so I'll go. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Uh, yeah, go first. Yeah, go for it. Right away, I know what I'm picking. Uh, it's wild turkey rare breed. I love that stuff. Nice. Uh, super delicious. Super, like, hits the proofage perfectly. Uh Pretty easy to find for the most part. So, you know, it's not every time at the liquor store it gets sold out, but it's usually there. So it's and it's just oh gosh, it's so good. It's you know got a nice richness to it. Uh, Can't but, fail. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're always a different different. Um, I mean, not always, but they come in batches, so you can kind of switch it up a little bit every time. Yeah. 
just enough. So that's what I'm going with. What are you going to drink for the rest of your life, Cole? Okay. So this is probably my most answered what we see would you choose whiskey. Um, but I can find it probably every four times I go to the store or the, or the grocery store or the liquor store. Uh, Buffalo Trace. Okay. I love that $24 bottle so much. It never lets me down. It is good for mixing. It is good for drinking straight. It's got really, really good apple notes. I I just, I'm never, never against pouring Buffalo Trace. It's got like beautiful, just bright, sweet, bourbony notes. Uh, never, like I said, never lets me down. And it is somewhat, but not too easy to find. Um, but yeah, if you just handed me um, Buffalo Trace and said, sorry, this is all you can drink for the rest of your whiskey life, I would be okay with that. Yeah. So I wouldn't okay. be like stoked, but I would be <laughs> okay. content. So Yeah, no, solid pick. Yeah. For sure. So we'll put that up and see what you guys have yeah. to say. And then uh, speaking of which, yeah. what are we drinking next week, Cole? So uh, one of the cool options I'll talk about is uh, Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel Finish. There you go. And the other one is going to be 1792, aged 12 years. And I just realized, do you know where these bottles came from? They both came from one of our great listeners and one of our great Patreon supporters and the one who provided the samples today. Caleb Olson. So Man. cheers, Caleb Olson. We're getting we're getting all over Caleb Olson samples lately. So anyway, excited to see oh, those yeah. uh, go up. We'll put those up as well on Pick Two Tuesday. And then what whiskey would you choose Wednesday? Yeah. And it'll be all good, man. And uh, we're on track to being a, a very short episode today. Are we? um, we're right at 55 on Well, at least like 50, less than 55 minutes, uh, which... You know, we've been doing a lot lately. I feel like we're hitting our stride. Even though I feel like, like I gave my whole story about Jason Preston and Nathan Anthony, and that didn't even bring us above uh, 55. I talked about chlorofluorocarbons for a while. (laughs) We didn't go over. I talked about nicknames in high school, like White Lightning. White Lightning. Yeah. Well. I still am waiting for the perfect moment to say, ah, yes, that was the song of my people. But it hasn't happened yet. So we'll, we'll just keep your, keep your ears peeled, everyone, uh, because it's going to be perfect when I do say it's it. the song of my people. Well, Cole, you know what? I really hope it comes up soon because I am looking forward to that. Well, you know what I hope? I hope I get AC soon. <laughs> you know, Cole, I hope that you maybe aren't wearing jeans. You can wear some shorts since you don't have AC. Nah, I hope I always wear jeans, but most of all, <laughs> listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs> <laughs>